You are listening to Retire Texas Style, the podcast. We appreciate you joining us. Looks like some folks are making some moves with their money. There was a new study done by New York Life. They found that 41% of those who are invested in the stock market said they had reduced their equity allocations in the past six months. 30% of investors in stocks, bonds, and other securities, they made changes to their portfolio in the past six months, and 37% have moved more money into cash. Two questions here, Steve. Is moving to cash the answer? And can you still be invested but also pull back on that risk? Absolutely, you can. I mean, you know, uh, we have such great strategies where you participate in the upside of the gains, but you don't have any downside loss. It's really exciting. Don't have a bonus that have a 13% cap. So that means that you get to participate in 13% of the movement in the Standard & Poor's 500. You know, but when it's down, say it's negative 20 like it was in 2022, zero becomes your hero. You don't lose a penny, Jess. It's so exciting. I mean, if you look at the past 10 years, the return for the past 10 years is over 9%. I mean, where else can you go and know that your principal is secure and have that? You know, Jess, we talk a lot on the show about income because so many people come to us and say, I need income that's sustainable, that I can outlive. And, you know, we had a gentleman come to see us. He had sold his company out to his partner, had a couple million dollars. But what he said was, I have zero income. I don't have any kids. Uh, you know, my wife is well taken care of, but I need to know that we have income that we can outlive. You know, he said, people in my family sometimes live to 103. I need to know I have that income. And Jess, we were able to put an income plan together for him where he had crazy income that he knew that he would always have. Uh, if something happened to him, his wife would have that same income strategy for the rest of her life. He loved it. it it's worked. Uh, it's funny that we've split it up between two different companies. So one of them's going to, you know, come out on the first of the month, and the other one's going to pay on the fifteenth of the month. And that's how he always got paid when he worked on the first and the fifteenth. He loved the strategy. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, you're replacing that paycheck. I mean, that's that's huge. Well, you know, it is. And the other thing that he worried so much about was if he went to a nursing home, something happened to him, and it has a doubler in there that doubles that income for you. So all of a sudden, you know, you're okay. And, you know, it's interesting as I've worked with people over the years, you know, my grandmother was in the nursing home for 14 years and took care of her. What I found is for clients that have to have a, either a short-term stay in the nursing home or a long-term stay, you still have all the expenses at home for the other person, you know, for the other spouse. And it's huge. I mean, all of a sudden the financial needs are really, really big. So when we're doing that planning, we're figuring out what that retirement future looks like. We have to plan for those small things. And you know, Jess, before we, while we're talking about that, I think something that was really interesting to him, and I think it is to so many of our clients when we tell them that, you know, you need to plan to have at least $200,000 during retirement of outside expenses for health care. There's all these uh, experimental treatments people are getting for cancer and different things. There's things that Medicare and your supplement don't pay for. You know, and I think it's so important to have that other money. So when we're, you know, working on the details of your retirement, 
We need to figure out if we have a medical issue, how we're going to pay for it, Jess. I mean, it's just the devil is in the details. And I'm just going to tell you that I really think it's dotting the I and crossing the T. You know, in the last six months, I've had two do-it-yourselfers that came to us and said, I give up. I need your help. You know, one of them had so much of their money tied up and they had all of a sudden, uh, you know, an emergency at their house and they didn't have any liquidity. And it's like, oh my gosh, I see so many do-it-yourselfers that do not have that emergency money. And, you know, it, it makes it tough because things are just going to come up, Jess. Turns out the stars are just like us in a, a few ways. A few years ago, model and TV personality Tyra Banks, she got a call from her accountants saying there was a huge problem. She was told that she was she has a spending problem. She wasn't spending enough. She amassed $90 million in wealth, and because she wasn't spending, she was giving a ton back every single year in taxes. So they suggested that Tyra set up an F account, you know, standing for frivolous. A lot of retirees have the same problem. They're great savers, but then they're scared that they're going to run out of money, so they don't enjoy retirement. They don't spend the money. So how do you help your clients achieve that kind of confidence? Because there is a transition from the working saving world to the retirement spending world. It's really interesting, Jess. That's a great question. You know, I see people that if they had a, a million dollars to spend a, a, in a month, they could spend two million. Then I see people that couldn't spend, you know, fifty thousand dollars. It's just like it, there's two distinct groups of people there. I don't see people that are just kind of good with money. They're either horrible with money or they're great with money. So what we try to do is bridge that gap. But you know, one of the things I talk about by when we talked earlier in the show about I tell people, you know, let me do the worry and you go do the living. I have so many people that come to see me and say, you know, when I retire Steve, I am going to travel. I am going to do this. I'm going to do that. And Jess, they never do it. You know, I had a really neat uh, client that I just lost uh, that had worked with Susan at the uh, school district for years. And she retired and came to see us. And she had never married, didn't have any children, but had these nieces and nephews and her brother that she loved. And, you know, she always said to us, Steve, I'm going to redo my house when I retire. I'm going to put new carpet in and paint and do all this other stuff. And she never did it. And then she was going to, you know, all these things she wanted to do, and she would take money out to, out of her account to do it, just put it in her checking account. And Jess, she never got it done. And we lost her at the end of the year. And I'm going to tell you that I, I think it's so important for people to have that plan of what they're going to do in retirement. Yeah, I mean, having a plan about what you're going to do in retirement is essential. And a lot of folks think, well, the plan is to not have a plan, right? I don't need an agenda, but that gets old after a couple of weeks. Absolutely, it does. It really, really does. And, you know, in the early days, I used to do this and it was so corny. I would tell someone, go, you know, I'd go to what we used to call TG&Y, but go to Walmart, wherever, and get a white poster board and then a bunch of old magazines or print stuff off the Internet or whatever. But make a poster board about what you want to do in retirement. You know, I mean, I think it's so important I, I, doing it. You know, I was uh, uh, with my mom's last week and Jess, we were and I was always thinking about how my parents have done retirement to other people. But if you walk down the hallway of my mom's hall uh, on the, where the guest bedrooms are, there's these really fun pictures of all the different grandkids. And they're in this real neat plexiglass frame, each one of them. And they're frameless. And they are the cutest things. <laughs> and what it reminds me of, that's what my 
mom has done. She's traveled. She's done all kinds of things. But she has spent quality time with all the grandkids. You know, my twins, Hillary and Hayden, are so close to her. You know, we call her Gia because she was too young, Jess, to be a grandmother, she thought. So that stands for grandmother in action. But, you know, <laughs> she's so amazing. I mean, she's so much fun. And, I mean, she lives life every day. Now, she's real passionate about the West Texas A&M University boys and girls basketball about 10 years ago she started helping feed them and she cooks for them all the time oh, wow. she kind of takes care of everybody but what i think she's done really well is enjoyed her grandkids in retirement i mean it's just i think that's such a beautiful thing jess absolutely and, what, and you know when we when i talk to people they come tell me you know what do you want to do you know i had a lady last week tell me let me just tell you one thing i'm not keeping my grandkids okay fair enough i mean do what you want to do in retirement i'm steve hoyle and let me sit down with you and we'll figure out the numbers but let's figure out what you want to do in retirement and while you're still working today is it because you don't know what your income looks like are you afraid to retire because you don't know what you want to do? I see so many people working today, Jess. They don't need to work. They need to go live life. Let me help you do that. Thanks so much for joining us for Retire Texas Style, the podcast. Get more details on the website, retiretexasstyle.com. Hoyle Financial is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Bonus annuities may include higher surrender charges, longer surrender charge periods, lower caps, higher spreads, or other restrictions that are not included in similar annuities that do not offer a premium bonus feature. Read your contract for restrictions, limitations, or penalties. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Hoyle Financial Group, Texas Insurance License 1719183.